Welcome to the Elevate the Vibe podcast, bringing you juicy convos with thought leaders discussing the wild world of parenting. Hey there, Vibe Hive. It's Wednesday. It's time for a new episode of the Elevate the Vibe podcast. I'm your host, Jason Berlin, and with me is my beautiful co-host, Katie Berlin. This week, Vibe Hive, we are talking about schedules and routines with our children. There are definitely parents that live in the camp of a routine or schedule that's almost to the minute. And this might work better when you have young children where it's like, okay, baby gets up or young child gets up at 6.53. (laughs) 7 a.m. every day. And then we have breakfast at 7.15. And then we play from this time to this time. And there is a world where this works very well for many people. And then there's a world where parents that try to utilize this for their children, it's like this does not work for their kids. And it creates a crazy mayhem. You just kind of have to go with the flow and what works with your child. And I'd say we have a pretty solid routine here in the Berlin household where, you know, I get up with Sammy around 6.30 or so and G will get up around then too. And, you know, I'll do Sammy's toothbrush, at you know, for like five minutes or something. We'll come downstairs, we'll have a light snack, and then, you know, we'll play for five or ten minutes and then we'll go for a walk. And usually our walk is about an hour to an hour and a half. We'll stop at the playground or we'll go to a place called Marine Stadium and throw rocks. Um, But we generally keep it to one or two different activities. We don't really do anything too crazy uh, because I feel like it is very important for Sammy to kind of know what's coming. And so, you know, Monday we'll do that. Tuesday is the trash truck day. So we know we're going to go find the trash truck and that's a fun little experience. Now he has preschool. That's new, but then Wednesday's a regular day. We have bagel Thursday. We always look forward to that. We'll walk up the street and get bagels. So like we have these certain like milestones throughout the week that we want to hit. And I think it gives Sammy like something fun to look forward to. You know, it's nice little bonding time. You know, G's nine months, so she's not really looking forward to anything. But, you know, she likes riding in the stroller. So that's fun. And sometimes she snoozes and sometimes she doesn't. But it's really important, I feel like, that we do have somewhat of a structure there before our nanny gets in because I think that Sammy, especially if you try to throw him curveballs, he'll get confused and he'll be like, wait, what's this? Why are we doing that? And sometimes he'll have a meltdown about it if it's not something he's ready for. You know, it's like even we'll, he'll randomly take a nap here or there, you know, he'll just doze off. And then when he wakes up, he's so disoriented. And a lot of times it's because he just didn't know what's happening with the schedule. You know, he's like, Oh wait, what's happening now? I fell asleep. I woke up. Okay. I should be, you know, getting ready to go for a walk, but I'm on a walk. I'm very disoriented. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that The routine is very important and very solid. I don't know that it needs to be to the minute. I don't need to be army dad here saying it's 6.52. And if we don't get to the playground by 6.59, then it's going to take us 13 minutes to get home. And then breakfast is going to be late, you know. So I I try to ballpark timings just so that we can get everything done, you know, with about an hour before the nanny starts. So that Shug here can get to work and we can carry about the rest of our day. 
The process that you mentioned of having routine and structure, I think is really important. I do think a lot of children crave that. And if you do not have that in your life, it doesn't mean that they can't flourish. But I have found just with both our children, having some sort of structure and process of a routine, like a bedtime routine, it just takes some of the guesswork out of the process for the child so they know what to expect and I think there's comfort in that and I feel like it actually spans all years of your life because I feel like I've read studies about seniors and people who are retired and if they have no sort of structure in their day they just feel very lost and almost can cause some sort of level of depression because they feel like they're they don't have like a sense of direction or a guide so I feel like this is setting the stage for years and years of positive sort of habits that um, can help your child succeed. And not to go back to thinking about a more recent time that maybe some of us don't want to think about, but college, even if if you think about COVID and that process and how many people were thrown for a loop when their daily routine and schedule was hijacked basically it's like people were floundering because they're so used to a routine and a schedule and maybe there's flexibility in certain aspects of it for example you might take one workout class this day and then you're doing you know you uh, you go for a run another day or whatever it is but you usually know what to expect for yourself So I don't think COVID really affected my routine that much. And I'm one of the grateful ones that um, it didn't make me feel floundering because I could still do my morning walks around the neighborhood. I could still get in some sort of exercise. uh, And I didn't feel like I was just kind of floating around and not knowing what I was doing. But there are people where that works for them and that serves them. It's not necessarily floating around, but... I think when it comes to children, I've noticed, especially with Sammy, that the structure of the routine does serve him. I notice with G also, she's not as structured and routine as Sammy was as a baby, just her personality. I I remember Sammy was more like clockwork when I could expect like, hey, he's definitely going to take one nap like right around this time. And she, you know, she might wake up a little bit later one day and then go a few hours until a nap. And it's it's wildly different. So I try to look at their natural tendencies and work with that without being too structured. But then there are people that it's like, you know, it's 5.45 p.m., 6 p.m. It's dinner time. 6.30 is bath. 7 p.m. is you're in bed. I feel like I'm actually an adopter of a hybrid format. I feel like there's leeway, but I do want those kids to go to sleep before like 8.30 so I can have some sort of a life for 10 or 15 minutes before I'm so tired that I just pass out. And the only way to do that sometimes is to be like, hey, Shug, let's get dinner going right now. Let's get this going. Let's let's get them on the walk. Like I need to sort of crack the whip there around like 7.15 to make sure that you know, we have a little bit of time for ourselves at the end of the night, because if we do start to like lose that sort of focus, then all of a sudden the kids could be in bed at like 945 and you're like, what happened to the day? Like what happened? And 
not that I absolutely need that time every night, but like, I don't get any time to myself really. So that's like my one time of Zen where I can go in the backyard and just like look up at the stars and just be like, take a deep breath, you know, and kind of get centered um, before I fall asleep. So what you're saying is it's not only beneficial for your children, but it's beneficial for you. I guess so. <laughs> so Vibe Hive, we want to know what camp do you fall in? Are you very regimented and into like a very timely schedule? Are you more routine structured or does it work best for your family to be very go with the flow and just have your children adapt to what you've got going on? We'd love to hear from you. Let us know on our most recent Instagram post. And as always, thank you for helping us to elevate the vibe. Peace.